because this is for the Rasa. This is for the Rasa. Rasa, Rasa. This is for the Rasa. This is Reform Rasa, and we are back alongside with Justin Corona. And Victor is still not here. And we uh, rejoice no, because the show must go on. <laughs> uh, so today is a very, very special episode that we're going to be doing today. We're going to be talking about marriage, responsibility of men, the roles of men and women in the marriage and the household of two Christian uh, people coming united together in Christ. Christian man and woman. Christian. Let's emphasize that. And uh, I think it's very important for us to talk about because um, in today's society, the way that things are, uh, this whole feminist movement has taken over and has uh, infiltrated even the church sometimes. And it says that women uh, are better off by themselves. What? That they're better without a husband, without a man. I can do it all on my own. It's all about women power and... You know the man is kind of left, and and we as men also have um, some 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 play in that, saying that you know men can just go from girl to girl to girl, and that's not the way it should be. So we're here to set the record straight, man. Or even in sitcom shows where they play the the father or the husband being the dumb one. Oh, exactly. Yeah. Always clueless in every situation. Dude, we need a man up. But anyways, today we have two very special guests with us today. We got the wifeys right here. Say what up, what up, what up. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, introduce your guys' selves. Or your what do we have here for the jury? Hey, you guys. Uh, this is Julie. I'm Justin's wife. And what? we're glad to be here. And I'm Cindy. I'm Martin's wife. What? Hey, yeah, boy. <laughs> You're married? Apparently, <laughs> apparently, I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, yeah. So we'll just get right into this episode then. So with our wives here, we will be um, talking about marriages and how um, how we as husband and wife come together under Christ and how that should look, how that should be displayed for all to see. And just real quickly, so you guys could get to know our wives, we're going to go and we're going to ask them their testimony on how um, they have come to faith, how God has drawn them, and, and also to how they met their incredible husbands. So, Very incredible, if I should mention. So let's just start. Well, well yeah, okay, so let, let's go ahead and start. So Julie, if you could please tell people just real quickly just your testimony. All right, so hey, guys. Um, so basically, just like a quick background, I basically like grew up in church. Uh, my mom was a Christian woman. Um, she raised me in church. She didn't just talk the talk, but she walked the walk. She was a woman of faith. And um, so that's pretty much how I grew up. She was a single mother, showed so much love, and um, just kind of taught me the word, you know, and um, my brother as well. And so growing up, I went to church and let's say like how I met my husband. Um, we basically went to elementary, junior high, and high school together. But we didn't get to know each other until high school. 
And so, yeah, I invited him to church. I came to Streetlight Church when I was 16 years old. Shout out to the church. Streetlight Church fam. (laughs) Uh, Streetlight Church OC Instagram. (laughs) Go check it out. Shout out. (laughs) And so Justin started coming here, and um, we just became really good friends. And, yeah, we kind of all just grew up spiritually together. We got super close. Um, I think we became today. more than just good friends. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> About that. Apparently. <laughs> and so, um, yeah, so we got married, had Joseph, and, yeah, that's pretty much a little bit background. So you weren't a chola back in the days? No, I was not a chola. And a chola, how are you saying? Oh, man. Yeah, I know. I am Hispanic. It's been confirmed. Uh, Yeah, you're not. (laughs) I'm Hispanic. Uh, But um, yeah, anyway, so I actually used to get really bummed out, like when I first started coming to church, especially coming to Streetlight, because Pastor Santos' testimony, I'm sure you guys have heard it. Previous um, episode, he shared it. He's from the gang life, and, you know, that's pretty much who his heart is for. And so coming to Streetlight, I was like, man, like, I don't have a quote-unquote, like, good testimony. I was raised in church. Like, you know, I feel like I didn't really have much to offer as far as a testimony, but somebody told me, like, by the grace of God, you know, like, his hand has been upon my life, and I didn't really have, like, the crazy stories. I didn't party, you know, I didn't um, do all that stuff, and... Some people may think it's like boring, but honestly, I'm kind of glad because yeah. I know that mm-hmm. I'm not, I haven't missed out on anything. And just by the grace of God, I'm married and um, with our son Joseph, and it's it's a real blessing. But yeah, no chola background. Yeah. Sorry, guys, I don't have no crazy stories. But no, yeah, even my sisters, uh, that's how they grew up too. Uh, me and my brothers were the rebellious ones, and and my sisters were the ones that always stayed in church, always stayed, um, you know. My oldest sister, until she got married, that's her one and only mm-hmm. man that she's ever been with. Uh, so I yeah. think that's a better testimony because mm-hmm. it shows that God really does love you yeah. to keep you from the sin of the world. Yeah. So that's even more powerful. Well, I was going to say, um, all testimonies, whether it be from crazy background, gang life, or even just somebody that was addicted to drugs in any way, mm-hmm. um, to someone that's been locked up for years, to just like somebody that's been just grown up in the things of God. Yeah. I All of it is a testimony to how God has brought all of us from whatever walks of life we yeah. came from, how he has brought us all to salvation because all of us were born sinners. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All of us were born with something that we couldn't get rid of on our own and only Jesus was able to do that. And yeah. so every life would be a testament to that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes we get so lost in like, oh, like you were this and, and you've done this. But like, no, like it's a, my life is a testament to what yeah. God had mm-hmm. done, mm-hmm. has done. But speaking exactly. of crazy Chola testimonies, <laughs> what? Uh, my wife has a pretty crazy story. I'm not going to go too deep into it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so... Well, mine was, it's totally way different than, than the testimonies that that were shared, like Julie's and stuff. It's way different. Um, so basically, I grew up in a Catholic home. Um, no, no, no knowledge at all from, like, in the Word or nothing like that. And um, as I was growing up, like, I was a sibling of, of three. I'm, the, I'm in the middle. Oh, okay. Yeah. So um, my older brother, like I looked up to him and he 
he was a game banger. And so as I was growing up, that's what I was looking up to, you know, like a, a brother that was in gangs and doing these things. And I would sit all around, like, in him and stuff. Like, mm-hmm. I would actually, like, like to see everything that he was into. So as I got older, that's when I decided that I wanted to take part in something like that. What? So I was, I partied over here in Orange County and stuff. And I felt like, okay, like I met a couple like neighborhoods and stuff like that. But it wasn't like what I was expecting. I wanted to get some kind of acceptance from from like the the neighborhood and stuff, so I decided to go to LA. <laughs> That's mm-hmm. where I went. Why LA? <laughs> I think because um, I think over there they have they have gang members and they're girls. You're mm-hmm. accepted there. Like if you know how to, like Hold if you your prove own. yourself, mm-hmm. like you're you're accepted there. And like they'll tell you you have your they have your back and stuff like. So I ended up um, going to a neighborhood over there and and did some crazy things and stuff and which shall not be mentioned. Not <laughs> <laughs> mention those crazy things that I did, but um, I just remember like like um, the day that that they told me like like you know what like they put me to the side and like they told me like we know that you're down and we have your back and stuff and it was like. Like, I just felt inside it, and I felt like, man, I finally made it. (laughs) (laughs) Made it it big time. I made it. (laughs) But, you know, like, I was, I think I was just looking for something that, some kind of acceptance, I guess, Mm -hmm. from from someone. Mm -hmm. But um, eventually, like, something wrong happened over there, and I ended up coming back over here to Orange County, and, um... I remember one day my sister-in-law she told me like oh let's go party over there in Huntington Beach and when I'm like I'm like this is this is where it gets good this is the good part listen up they're like um downtown and I'm like okay I was like he told me it's a neighborhood and I'm like I only know one neighborhood down there I was like there's no other neighborhood and they're like little did she know like yeah so I ended up going and. I met my husband there. Hey. He was what? From, uh, a certain we're not street. Um, the name yeah, we're not gonna glorify <laughs> gangs here, okay? <laughs> but yeah, like we went, we hung out and stuff, and I met him in the back alley of his neighborhood. What? <laughs> was he feed me? <laughs> hey, he was pretty hey, feed hey, <laughs> It had to be, man. It had to be. That's a trip because I remember uh, we were chilling in, in the alleys where we always kick it, all the homies. And I seen this this car parked outside with a girl in there that I had no idea who, who she was. So I went up to her and started talking to her. I was drunk. But mm. the Lord used that. <laughs> <laughs> he works all things for the good. Yeah, all <laughs> things, all right? Did you do the Spider-Man movie? Did you put your hand on her shoulder and go, hey. <laughs> almost, almost. Almost. Something like that. Something like that. <laughs> but then after that, I, I remember that we just like... You just stuck. We, we, I definitely felt attached to her. Oh, and, um, <laughs> and ever since literally that day, I've been with her literally every single day of my life. 
Dang, inseparable. Wow. Serio, dude. Like, like glue. That was in 2007. Wow. Yeah. It's 2019. I was 18. I was fresh out of the county. I was in my prime and my gangbang days. White tees. With my Friedman (laughs) stuff and. I don't know about (laughs) Friedman. Hey, hey, you married me. (laughs) (laughs) Justin was pretty Friedman too. (laughs) Uh, There you go. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So that's dope. So that's how we came to know. And so. That's cool. So. Let's start off with you guys, and we'll, we'll talk about us. Mm-hmm. So you guys say that you guys basically met in church. Mm-hmm. So you guys were already like well, we met in school. In school, but you guys really clicked in church, right? Uh, well, that's where no. We're oh, before in, in school. school. Oh, in school. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. Me and Justin, we talk mostly in school. We're in cheerleading together. What? <laughs> oh wow. I, was, I don't know if I was gonna mention it or not, but. Uh, yeah, we were in a team together, and um, me and Justin just spent a lot of time. <laughs> you just uh, ruined my reputation we're, we're here on this podcast. Vulnerable. Like we're being vulnerable. Well, I guess no, you're no, not, not so female now. Extra <laughs> I was pretty hardcore to the listeners. <laughs> oh, Anyways, so yeah, we spent a lot of time together, and um, honestly, it was... I think the most of the time that we felt um, like we're getting closer was in church because that's where we spent the most time. And um, just seeing him like grow in the Lord Mm. and me um, being in the faith and getting discipled because here at Streetlight, there's a lot of discipleship, you know, so... Both of us getting discipled and seeing him like become an usher, you know, yeah, like, yeah. Oh, okay, like, <laughs> no, just kidding. Uh, but yeah, I just like started to get attracted to him, and um, yeah, we started spending more time, and um, yeah. So how was it yeah. for you guys? Um, uh, like the salvation part, where you guys, okay, we're gonna do this Christian thing for reals now. Um, I would say when I got pregnant, mm-hmm. so. I know that Justin has shared before that when he found that I was pregnant, that's when he really was like, okay, I got to man up and serve God and surrender to God. I think that's when we both were like, okay, we're going to do this thing. You know, we got married, um, just getting discipled by our pastors, by our leadership, and honestly, just seeking the Lord for ourselves, you know, because even though I grew up in church, I can never say like, oh, that's why I'm saved. You know, no, I had to seek the Lord for myself too. And Mm -hmm. um, both of us really had to like surrender to God and just see, you know, what his will for us was. And it was to to serve him. Yeah. 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 Because I know for us, it was way different. Mm -hmm. Um, Like we did the whole street thing and then things happened. My Victor, who's not here right now, he got stabbed. My homie got shot and killed, mm-hmm. and so things went for the worse. Got addicted to, you know, meth, and uh, things weren't so cool with between me and her family. Mm-hmm. Bumped heads a lot, and so we had a lot of drama. Went through a lot of things even between us. Like the way that we were back then to what we are now is way different. Like unrecognizable. We would, yeah, we would be we would be those those. I can't even believe that honestly. Yeah, it would be those, those uh, crazy couple arguing in the streets that you see. Yeah, you know what I, I, mean? I can't yelling at yeah. each other. Yeah, at the bus stops. At the bus stops and all kinds <laughs> yeah. of things. That was us, dude. And so we um until the until the you know my in my testimony where I shared episode one. Go check it out. 
until that situation happened to me, that's when everything just everything the blood, changed. the blood. <laughs> that's where everything changed. That's when you know I got saved and like, all right, let's do this now. Mm-hmm. So now even growing in the Lord, going through some things, you know, dealing with things of the past and mm-hmm. getting through everything to where we are now, and just being in Christ together, uh, recognizing. Uh, that Christ has an order for marriage, mm-hmm. you know, and yeah. that certain that men and women have different roles, but are still part of the body of Christ yeah. as one. Mm-hmm. So for you guys, um, and you as a man, Justin, and I'm you a as man. a wife, Julie, how do you guys? Uh, how how are you guys' position as far as the Bible says that to be? The wives be submissive to the husbands, but the Bible says that husbands love your wives as Christ loved the church. So um, coming into Christ together, how did you guys uh, become to really live that order that comes from God? It took a lot of maturing for that to happen. Mm-hmm. And, I think that's and, where it's at. I think and, that's yeah. the key yes. to the, to everything yes. right there is maturing. M- maturing yeah. and then also to just um, communicating with one another. Mm-hmm. Because with our first year of marriage was difficult. Yes, it was a lot of adjusting. It was a lot of adjusting, a lot of clashing of roles. We and, were new parents. We yeah. were 18. Oh, yeah, Justin new parents. 19. And we were just getting out of high school, like we were still yeah. kids. Yeah. yeah. So of course, like, 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 like rolling all that into one, like, mm-hmm. like we had to grow a lot in order for things to work, in order for us to move forward, or even just gain any type of ground, because it's like really, like we're just kids with a kid being married and and trying to move forward, and it's just like no, like that's not possible. Like we have to grow, we have to move forward yeah. somehow. And we needed guidance. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, and so when you, when we get, when you get grounded in the word and when, um, you start reading the word for what it says and you start applying it in the context of what it's trying to tell you, then you're able to move forward and grow in that with maturity. Because obviously like, I mean, like, like the scripture that we're talking about right now that Martin, um, just mentioned is first Peter three. It's in, you know, verse one moving forward. But how it says, like, wives being submissive. And then later in, in another portion, it goes on to say that men are to love their wives as Christ loved the church. Like, like we could say that, and then we could even tell our spouses to do those things. But really, it takes a level of maturity to really live it out and apply it. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, I could tell my wife all day, you know, be submissive to me. But at the end, she's not going to be submissive unless I am loving her like Christ. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, like... Now, now in turn, now, now she would, if, as serving Christ, she would, you know, be submissive to a point. But how much easier and how much more, um, not comfortable, willing, willing would she be able to do that when I, her husband, am am loving her as I yeah. should be, as Christ loves the church. Yeah. And just a side note, um, like when we did find out that we we're gonna be parents and. Justin being so new to the faith because he grew up like kind of Catholic, 
kind of. I didn't grow up anything really. Yeah, yeah but <laughs> I was baptized Catholic as a baby, and yeah. that was the only time I ever went so to Catholic my church. Whole dream, like growing up um, in the faith, was like I want to marry like somebody who wants to be a pastor. Like Dang. that was my dream, you know. And getting pregnant with Justin's baby, <laughs> I was like, what did I get myself Dang. into? He's like this kid walking out of high school into church into parenthood, you know, being a husband. So I was kind of nervous, but Justin has grown quite a bit, and it is because of, like, the word and, like, of discipleship, and just him being willing to submit to Christ and being able to submit to the word is what has been helping me to be more willing to submit to him, mm-hmm. and I feel like that's the number one thing, like, why our household is the way it is as far as, like, our marriage and, you know, the way we are together yeah yeah Yeah, and so uh like we had a lot of we had a a lot of beef uh, in the beginning Mm, Uh, and that (laughs) that jumped in to even our christian life Mm -hmm. where it took us a while to really uh recognize our roles me Mm -hmm. as a head of the woman and my wife as the the wife uh our roles so let me, let me ask you guys um, this question. How oppressed are you guys in submitting to your husbands? Like, were we forced to be here yeah. against our will? No, like, like, do you feel forced? Do you feel forced? Like, it's submission. Am I forced to make you feel? Yeah. How about you? Is, is submission something that, that is, like, oh, such a drag? I think um, at first, I think, like, when I... When I first started coming to church and everything, it was because um, I remember coming to church first, like seeing my um, Pastor Victor. Um, he's my brother-in-law, so I started to see him with some such like big joy, and it just wanted I just wanted to see what was he doing there, where was it coming from, you know? But um, from seeing that, like I just I just wanted the same thing, and. Um, but I think like, like when I started coming first to church, like, like what do you mean? What do you mean? Like when you first started coming to church? Like was it like was it was it a different experience coming to church because how you said like because you grew she, up in a Catholic uh, background? She, she she started coming to church before me, mm-hmm. and so for her to be. Uh, a godly wife to a husband that wasn't mm-hmm. fully yeah. in the Lord was difficult. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't you say? Yeah. Oh, yeah, because you started coming before yeah. he was even yeah. saved, huh? Yeah. Oh, I so, forgot about that. Yeah. yeah, so since I wanted to see what... I wanted to see what um, Pastor Victor, where he was hitting that joy, like I wanted... I just wanted to feel the same thing, but um, mm-hmm. I had a husband that was still stuck, you know, yeah. st- stuck on drugs and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So it was hard. It was hard at first. Like, I wouldn't say, like, um, in the beginning that I was submissive at all. Like, it started to take, like, it took a few, I'm going to say, it, I'm going to say a good year. Yeah. To, mm-hmm. like to that. fully understand. I feel like the first to, year is always the hardest. I don't yeah. know. It's for us too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, um, well, because if you think about it, it's different from our way of thinking. Like yeah. we mm-hmm. we grow up, you know, with with however our parents are, if they were in in Christ or not, 
mm-hmm. with with that role in in our mind. And like for me, my parents weren't serving God, mm-hmm. so the way I seen it was that you know the the husband was dominant, which was my dad, and he would always be the the bossing one, right? The jefe. The the jefe. <laughs> he, he he'd be the one that'd be at work all day, coming home, crack open a beer, and and start demanding things from the kids to go yeah. do this, go mm-hmm. do that, grab the remote, all that yeah. you know. And 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 then my and then my mom would would be you know making the dinner having it ready and then just just that pretty much it right like 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 the dad was the was the like more like machismo yeah I was, think, was that that yeah. type of role mm-hmm. and so coming to the things of God and and understanding what the Word actually says of how the man is supposed to be loving and it even commands us to love yeah mm-hmm. and and in the same way to be a provider. But more than just a provider, we are to now care for our wives, bear with them, and be in with understanding with them too. And it's like, what, like, like, what does that even mean? Yeah. And how different that is. And so uh, I think we as men have a a bigger responsibility actually, because you you hear the word submission, and all of a sudden you think, ah. Oh. I have to be submitted, and <laughs> and it's like doing something you don't want to do. That's only but, the beginning. Yeah, <laughs> not only that, but us as men, as being the 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 head of the household, mm-hmm. the responsibility falls on us mm-hmm. more. Like we're held accountable to God for the way that we, uh, our wives are and the way our children are. Yeah. And so the Bible commands us to love our wives as Christ loved the church and gave his and life. give his life for her. So we are supposed to literally give all that it is of us away. And we have like literally uh, be so sacrificial that we take the, the focus off ourselves. Mm-hmm. And I'd, I'd also like to mm. comment because you asked like, women how like how does it feel or like how do you feel about like the whole submission thing because i know this is a big thing nowadays like um women we want to be strong and independent and this and that which is it's not bad you know but when it comes to a point where like oh i don't need um i don't need a man or you know just push away i mentioned um to martin yesterday you know my mom um she was a single mom and uh, she raised us and she was a woman of god she never like she never um like pushed away men in her life yeah. that like tried to help her. She was always respectful. She was godly. She was loving. And I feel like that kind of like taught me like even though she was a single mom and she was doing it herself, she was never prideful. Yeah. And I feel like nowadays it's all about pride. Yeah. But not good pride, bad yeah. pride. And I feel mm-hmm. like we really need to um refocus our our intentions. Mm-hmm. And um one scripture, you know, in Ephesians 5:22 it says wives submit to your husbands as to the Lord. Mm. And you know, in Colossians, it talks about um, doing everything unto the Lord. Whatever you do, do it unto the Lord. So even if your husband is not worthy of your submission, hey, you know what? This is unto the Lord. It's yeah. not for you. Why? Because I'm a Christian and I know that this is what pleases God. Yeah, exactly. So just refocusing our in- in- intentions, you know, yeah. and our motives. Like, I'm not doing this to please you. I'm doing this because my Father in heaven will be pleased. And, um, you know, it, we, we're all about selfishness nowadays, yeah. but we need to be selfless and mm-hmm. just thinking about God, you know, and what he would want for us in our household. So, yeah. And think about it, that's very powerful because even if the man is not in the right, if the woman is doing her part and even submitting to the husband that's not in the Lord, um, um, that 
that God will use that to bring the husband to himself through the wife as uh, being submissive to the Lord. God will use that to uh, uh, bring it to himself, bring you know, the unsaved husband uh, to himself. Mm-hmm. And so that, that, that's something, even something that we, we, we forget, that the women uh, have that capability yeah. to really convict the man and bring him to himself. Uh, and that's powerful. That's powerful. That's something that we forget, uh, that that's something that we should ought, ought to be doing. And even for wives who say like, oh, my husband's not worthy of my love. Yeah. But um, even the scriptures say like, love your neighbor, yeah. you know. Treat others how you want to be treated. So even if you feel like, oh, well, my husband's not worthy. Well, love your neighbor. He's yeah, your neighbor. Exactly. You know, <laughs> the closest neighbor you have. And bless those yeah. who persecute you. There you go. You got no <laughs> excuse. You got some husbands persecuting you. Yeah. You better bless them. He burning coals. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so um, even like I was saying earlier, uh, us as men that are really trying to follow Christ and, and try to lead our wives in, in the correct way and bring raise up our children in the correct way, like, we have to really give ourselves away. We may, yeah. you know, go to work all day and come home to realize that our work is just barely beginning. Mm-hmm. You know that? I'm sure you're learning that right now. Oh, yeah. Hey, we got four kids, um, and in case we didn't mention yeah. that earlier. <laughs> <laughs> so the way that things are with us plan. right now, yeah. <laughs> the, th- the way that things are with us right now is I'm at work in the morning, and then my wife, she works during the night. So I come home to the kids and my wife is at work. So, like, my, my plate is full, especially they're on um, summer break right now. Like, they, they want to be entertained. They want to do this. They want to do that. And so I'm like, oh, man, I'm tired today. You know, give me 15 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> but, no, nah, but not. Like, I have to take the opportunity to, to uh, uh, teach them and bring them up in the ways of the Lord. And really, like, there's no time. I always say this. I'll rest when I die. That's why we tell Cindy. Serious, like, oh. ah, yeah. like I'm tired. Ah, you can rest when you die. <laughs> that's, that's why I said rest in peace. <laughs> no, yeah, but not not only that, but still finding that time even with my wife to be like, hey, you know, how's your day going? You know, wow. how how are you doing? Or what's going on with you, you know? Yeah, I think even if it's just through a phone call, you know, Mm -hmm. or a text message or something. Mm -hmm. But we still stay in communication with each other. Yeah. Let us know, like, how we're doing and everything. It's crazy how those small things go a long way. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, like, for me, during work, during... Well, whenever my wife's on her... I I look at the time. So, like, around her lunchtime, I usually try to give her a call. Right at 12.01. If, yeah. if my wife has not called me by 12, I'm like, what's going on? I have not received this, a text <laughs> or a phone right, call. <laughs> it's 12 o'clock already. <laughs> what's going on? So so I guess what we're trying to say is communication is a big part yeah. yes, of yes. marriage. Yes. It's so true. Because um, I, I think I mentioned this in a previous podcast, but I, I remember saying that growing up, I wasn't taught really to show emotion. Yeah, and so everything was you know just straight face, deal with it, like be a man, like don't let people see you cry, anything like that. Mm-hmm. And so going into marriage, you know, it was eye opening and a uh, a different thing that I had to come to grips with, which is basically I need to express myself to my wife. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because the the longer you hold off expressing yourself, the more you just keep to yourself. The distant 
I mean, the the, the distance grows. between yeah. between the two will continue to grow mm-hmm. to the point where now you just become strangers that share the same bed. Because how I mean, how how is that gonna be? Like I'm married to this woman, we share the same bed. We, I mean, even at this point, we have a kid together. How can I not express myself to her? How how am I not comfortable enough to be able to share my thoughts with her? And she's my wife. And that's something that, you know, if, if you're listening, you're a husband, you're a wife, and you guys have yet to practice this, I urge you guys to please put this into practice as husband and wife, that, that you are to communicate your thoughts to each other, how you guys feel in the moment, whatever it may be, or or even just simple, just like call each other on your break or something. Especially if you're trying to balance it with parenting. Yeah. yeah. Which leads to our next topic. Yeah. Whoa, she's learning hey. quick, man. Segway, <laughs> dang. All right. Dang. Why are you trying to rush us? Dang. I had a, a couple, couple more thoughts, but I guess not. Oh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> I'm just I'm just I think I had one more yeah. um, thing to say about that. I know that when when we were trying to, to um, we started our relationship and everything, one thing we got super close and we were like super like best friends like we would tell everything to each other yeah and um later on when things started get getting bad in our mm-hmm. relationship we used that against us you know mm-hmm. yeah and i just remember from what remember you were that. saying you know you have to like be open with each other and mm-hmm. and everything but it was super hard for us to to be open like there was no way that we could be open with each other and tell each other stuff anymore. Yeah. Because we thought that if we knew something, that's how we were going to get at each other. Yeah, yeah. Use it against each other. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Dang, and it's something crazy. important. It's like such a bad, bad place to go to. Like when, yeah. you're, when you're in a marriage like that, you know, and. To throw stuff back at people's faces, like, well, you did this and you did that. that like, hurts. like like secrets, like so something hurtful. that you haven't like trusted. Really yeah, yeah like, personal mm-hmm. things. And then for them to throw that back at you, it's like that's like betrayal right there. Mm-hmm. And that's something that we went through. Yeah. And man, by God's grace, man, he healed that and like we're able to overcome and to the yeah. point like mm-hmm. uh uh we have this rule where we don't remind each other about that yeah. we don't remind each other of the past yeah. yeah i mean like we don't bring that up like what's done in the past is in the past we have like two separate lives like we have our pre-christ life hmm. and that's whatever happened then we were in sin we were in the world uh we can't hold that against each other because um we we didn't know any better we were, mm-hmm. we were, we were in the world but not having come to christ even in the beginning of of Within even the first year, as you said, uh, we were still learning. We were still trying to adapt to this new Christian life because we were in the world. We smoked weed together. We got drunk together. We partied what? together. No. Yeah. <laughs> we, we were like, oh, we did some things. I don't know how to like say that, but <laughs> no, we did some things together in the world. Mm-hmm. Like, we were open. Like, she knew everything about me as far as, you know, gangs and drugs and coming to salvation. Having adjust, having had to adjust from the street life mentality and all that comes with it, now to this thing that we're talking about being Christ-like, being submissive. My role as a father and a husband, her role as a wife and a mother. It's a completely it's a, different. It's a different world. transition. You know yeah. what I mean? So, so to adapt to that, and within the first year, like all the bumps that we hit, all the things that 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 we went through even that from that first year we don't bring that up anymore mm-hmm. like we were just babies in christ mm-hmm. now that we're 
in the Lord and now we have learned and we have experienced mm-hmm. and like we come to realize that that love holds no record of wrongdoing. Mm-hmm. You know, Man, so. isn't that crazy like how, how the Bible has so much in it and like people will will really just like tell us that like we 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 are following this blindly <laughs> that we are unintelligent because we yeah. read the Bible dude, the as Bible's our source, so but like, oh, yeah, it's dude. so relative. Dude. But when you apply it, when you actually apply it to yeah. your life, how much wisdom comes from this Bible? Not only that, but you hear the voice of God through the scriptures. Like, oh, you yeah. know that it's directed to you, yeah. and you can feel the authority behind it. You know what I mean? Wow. Mm-hmm. And like, it, it's funny because people are like, the pastor, he knows about me. Uh, he knows that's that just the Holy Spirit like, convicting you of sin, bro. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But also, too, like, even the word says, like, every day there's new mercies, you know? Yeah. And if, like, God has that grace and mercy upon us, like, we need to have that upon each other. And I, I think I want to practice that, you guys. That's really cool that you guys do, like, you made that that rule, you know? No, yeah, yeah. That's really cool. Because it really did us some damage. Yeah. Like, yeah, it really yeah. just, like destroyed us to the point where we can't couldn't talk about things like we had something in our chest chest for nah we we had something in our our, that we needed to get off our chest but at the same time we had that in the back of well if i tell her she's just gonna throw it back at me later on and so we were bottled bottled it up inside to the point where it just exploded we can't pack Mm -hmm. it down no more the bottle's full would you guys say that you have more trust now Oh, oh yeah. yeah, definitely. Yeah. Oh man, I tell her everything. Yeah, there's everything. nothing that we keep secret from each uh-uh. other anymore. Mm-hmm. It's like we already know. Like you uh. know, like I trust them. Like I can leave my phone right there, and I don't have to worry about anything. <laughs> what? Yeah. People can do that. People can do that. <laughs> Dang. You I can give her phone. your password and everything. She knows my password. I know. Sometimes I forget where I leave my yeah. phone. She made my, my, my password. <laughs> she is my password. She is my password. <laughs> <laughs> Dang. Dang. No, but think about that. Think about that. Yeah. Think about that. Back in the day, I, I wouldn't do that. I would oh, always heck like, no. I was, it's glued to me. You know what <laughs> I mean? I couldn't let her. Why? Because obviously I wasn't doing, I was doing yeah. things I wasn't supposed to do. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean, so. I feel like me and Justin are always learning new things about each other. Like, even just things that in the past, you know, things that we went through as kids. or yeah. There's just so much deep stuff that I'm sure everybody goes through that you can't just unpack it all at once. That's, that's why it takes a, a lifetime to exactly. get to know each other, you know what I mean? Exactly. Like, they, there's, there's different stages in life, you know what I mean? We're all just going through it. And... 30 years from now, you're going to be in a different stage mm-hmm. and you're going to know each other on a different level. Mm-hmm. That's why you see, you know, older elderly couples like like still in love with each other yeah. because of all they've gone through throughout their whole life and they're still faithful, still Sticking remaining. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dude, that's crazy. Yeah. Oh, so now we can talk about hey. children. <laughs> Coincidentally, because we do have children. How convenient. <laughs> and so, no, this is good. You guys have a child. We have four children. So mm-hmm. just to, just to, the way that, that the difference and the way yeah. we bring up our children. So mm-hmm. I'll ask you, Justin, first, um, your role as a father, as, a, as a re- the one that's responsible for your household, how do you deal with um, raising your child in the Lord and also having fi- finding time to also to minister to your wife as well? Mm-hmm. One thing I have always told our son, whose name is Joseph, one He's thing crazy. I would always tell him, <laughs> and I don't say this in a way of just being like, uh, I don't know, prideful or arrogant, whatever, 
But I always tell my son, I'll be like, your mom is my wife. And she comes before you. Dang. And I don't say that in a way of like. No, it's good. No, it's good. But I don't say that in a way of like, oh, like, like I neglect my son. No, like, like if you if you know who I am, like you know I love my son. I love my son. Yeah. But at the same time, my love for my wife will always be first before my son. Blush, blush. <laughs> Why? Because it it is of most important. For my son to see that first. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because if we see parents who put their children above their spouses, That's so true. Mm-hmm. most times they are going to continue to have conflict because they're putting their children first. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's dangerous to... Like me and it my is. child. No. Like, no, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, so, and yeah. so importantly, well, and I'm sure you guys apply this too in your guys' marriage as well when, when raising your children. That, you know, our spouse should always come first before our children. And, you know, as, as we're talking about our, our roles in the family, you know, the, the, the head is always going to be the husband, then it's the wives, mm-hmm. and then it's the children. Yeah. And at the same time, you know, as parents, our spouses should should come first before our children. Now, it's not saying in a way of neglecting our children because we children. would never neglect our children. Yeah. We don't ever condone that. Mm-hmm. We're just we're just talking about just as as far as just the order. The our ch- our children should always see spouses loving each other. Yeah. Why? Cuz it's important for them as they grow older that that you know what? They they now have an image. They have an idea of how a marriage is supposed to look like. So when they get married one day, Lord willing that that they too would have that as a role model. Mm-hmm. That's why it's very important that we are to role model that. And at the same time, it's also in in a way it's a it's a gospel image right it there is, for yeah. them too. As I was about to say, it's a exactly it's a testimony of of the gospel because mm-hmm. husbands love your wives as Christ loved the church and gave himself for her. Yeah. So they're supposed to be uh, seeing the love of Christ in the man and the woman is supposed to represent the church, and this is how they're supposed to uh, re, re, see it and respond that Christ, uh, the church is submissive. To Christ, yeah, and so in the marriage, it's a presentation of the gospel of the man. The man is is a Christ figure, and the and the and the and the wife is a church figure, and so it gives them an example of this is man. how it works. This is how it's supposed to be, and I can see that you know embodied in my parents. And so when when they get old enough to read the scriptures and have their their faith for themselves, mm-hmm. they'll be able to see read these scriptures and be like, yeah, my parents were that. And then they'll seek to imitate that as well. There's so much like just condensed and packed into just like a marriage and a family role. Yeah. That is just so vital and important to the upbringing, not only just the children, but just in a way that affects the community as as a whole. Like if if all families did this. Yeah. Now we we would be looking at a whole different world today. Yeah. And, and even just then, just how people accept and, and, and reject the gospel because of just their upbringing and how they portray that. Yeah. But, yeah, so so going back to, you know, from our little tangent, but just go, coming back into, like, how we raise our son is that was first, you know, I would always mention to him. And then at the same time, too, I always had to, to mention to him that, that you know what, um, to respect, because I I don't know about you, but my son gets rowdy. 
crazy. He gets rowdy, Just and sometimes, sometimes he forgets that my He's wife. A one man army. That's yeah, what he is. Yeah, he dude. forgets sometimes that my wife is a delicate flower. I am a flower, <laughs> and she bruises easily. <laughs> because sometimes me and my son wrestle, and 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 then at the same time he tries to do that with her, and, and she he gets like hurt every time. Hey, I get like all sense. Hey. like I, like I mentioned before, my wife she's Chicana and she gets rowdy. So the kids try to get rowdy with her. Uh uh-uh. uh, they ain't gonna try to step to her. Oh. So so I think I think that's another thing too. <laughs> yeah, you're like ah, uh, you ain't gonna do that to me. Like my my kids will fear her. Like y'all, uh, I ain't trying to piss off my wife. Joseph right says, here. "Well, don't play if you don't want to get hurt." Uh-huh. Then. When you want to cuddle, then you can come to me. Sometimes I gotta tell my wife, "Hey, calm down, dude. You're, you're gonna like relax, I'm hey." Like, they want to play. I know. <laughs> she is the opposite. She play. Like, hey, they want to play. Like you're gonna hurt them. Stop. I need to hang out with <laughs> Well, well, yeah. I, I think I think like because he is a boy. Like mm-hmm. I found it important to teach him that like, hey, like women and men are different in the way yeah. we respond. I don't know. I, no, Most times it, it should be like that because women are wait, more wait, delicate. Wait, wait, say that again. Men and, we, and women are different. And we should honor that. <laughs> not not put that down in a woman because, I mean, God made us differently for a reason yeah. and with a with a different purpose. And how we should honor that women are made differently than men. And yeah. even just simply like being a gentleman. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. the, So Joseph is six right now. And right now he's getting into that um, just like rude like not well mannered it's kind of embarrassing sometimes but he's still learning you know he's mm-hmm. a kid yeah and you know he'll go around um he'll hit girls sometimes but you know we're, we're trying to teach i'm being honest right now not punching so we're trying <laughs> we're trying to teach him you know yeah. as we go to be a gentleman you know to treat everybody regardless of who they are with respect um so it's kind of like a it's kind of a hard season right now but we're trying to like grow through it mm-hmm. and work together towards one goal of teaching him that yeah yeah and so um even for us like my kids our kids are in different stages yeah <laughs> my oldest is nine <laughs> uh my, my oldest boy is nine then i have a daughter she's seven okay i'm trying to remember the ages mm-hmm. and then I, then i got another daughter she's six and then another son he just turned five Mm-hmm. And so they're 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 like I, I can't yeah he just turned five, so I I can't treat uh, my oldest nine years old as my youngest five years old. I gotta talk to them differently, exactly. and since they're boys, uh, I talk to them differently than I would with, with my girls. Yeah. And so at the like that that's something that 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 when you have girls that they'll humble you and you got to realize that you got to talk to them in a more gentle way, mm-hmm. in a more loving way because. Uh, our, the girls, our girls, they're seeing the way that uh, their father treats uh, his wife, his wife, and that's the kind of man that they're getting in their image in their heads. And so, even subconsciously, that's the kind of man that they're gonna go after. Mm-hmm. So if they see me being all messed up to my wife and yeah. being one way in church and another way at home, mm-hmm. and that's the kind of person that they're gonna look after. They're gonna think it's normal. Yeah, they're gonna mm-hmm. think it's normal. Or not even so, like like that's not like like what they're purposely gonna find a man that's like that. But subconsciously they're yeah. gonna say, well, if if however the the guy they end up with is like that, it's okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So me as a father and a, as a husband, I have a responsibility to to teach my daughters that hey, this is what a man does. This is what a man's mm-hmm. supposed to do. This is how a man's supposed to treat his wife. And this is the kind of man that you're gonna 
end up being with. And so even lately, I've just been telling my girls, hey, one day you're going you're gonna to be wives. One day you're going to be mothers. And, and just try to, like, train them up in the way of recognizing that this is what's going to happen. And this is the kind of man that you're supposed to look after, a godly man, a man that respects you. And then I try to teach that even to my sons. Hey, you yeah. have to treat your sisters uh, gentle. You have to treat them different because because uh, they're girls. They, you can't fight with, with them as you would. Hmm. Like, even my youngest, Isaac and Aiden, uh, even though they're four years apart, they, they can wrestle. They can get down with yeah, each other. Yeah, Cindy taught them. <laughs> <laughs> but they can't do that with my girls. You know what I mean? They can't, like, play the same. They can't be rough. And Aiden's already getting bigger. He's almost he's going to be 10 years old wow. already in, Dang, in a couple months. Dang. Yeah, so big he, dog. He, he, can't, he can't push, like, like my, my daughters, like, just push him because he's stronger and he's bigger mm-hmm. than them. So I have to teach them, hey, you have to be gentle with women. Women come first, and always put your your sisters before yourselves, and that's something I'm trying to train in them, put it in their thoughts mm-hmm. that this is the way that men are supposed to be, and this is the way that women are supposed to be, and this is how Christ expects us. And I always put it to to them that that the same rules that that I'm telling you or what I'm teaching you, I'm held to. Mm-hmm. By God also, mm-hmm. so it's not like something. Oh, this is something that do as that, I say. Yeah, do as, as I say. say. Yeah, yeah. No, no. Oh. I, I, I'm. That's the same law that I have to follow because I'm held accountable uh, to Christ. Right. You know, so they have to see that there's more than just a set of rules. Now, no, we're actually serving a God that that's, that that actually looks after us. That's looking at the things that we do, and we're going to be held accountable to Him for for what we do. Yeah. So I try to put that. Hey, Christ is watching you. So you, you, my son, he even you know, tries to get away with things sometimes. Hey, you're never alone. I tell him mm-hmm. what's in the darkness is going to be exposed. So I have to talk to him a little bit more firmly, uh, and right, and tell him, hey, you're you're getting older. You're you're becoming you know, you're going to be a, a teenager soon. It's crazy to even say that. I know. <laughs> Pretty soon your voice is gonna start talking like this. <laughs> but I gotta, I gotta, I gotta start talking to him more firmly as, "Hey, this is what a man does." Yeah. You know, and so just different stages, and you learn as you go that the the way that you you get to know the personality of each child. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? So you so deal true. with them accordingly. Not every kid is gonna be like a book you read. A what? Like, you know how, like, there's, like, parenting books of, like, oh, like, how to um, raise your children. Oh, is it a book you read? Yeah, like. Oh, I thought, like, yeah, I thought not, you said something else. Like, like not, like not every. Uh, yeah. Oh, I thought you said something for else for some reason. Oh, no. No, no I'm saying, like, not, not every <laughs> child is going to be, be like, a book you're reading, whether oh, it be, like, parenting okay, yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, like, uh, every child is I heard different. something else for some reason. Anyways. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> so, um, let's talk about the wives. And your roles as mothers to the children, um, the way that you represent even being submissive to your husband or, or the way that the life um, teachings that you can pass on to your children. How does that go for you guys? Go for it, Cindy. <laughs> I, think, um, I think like for, for me, um, I, I try my best, you know, to to show them, you know, to spend time with them and and to share the word with them, especially like I think like towards the girls also I I tend to show them like also like what Martin says, you know, like to see that when they do grow up they 
they they are gonna have a family and mm-hmm. they have to look for for a husband that that loves the Lord, you know. And um, just recently to um last week, I went to the to the library and they sell those half off books and stuff. So I went in there and I started looking for some some books like, and I found like a little Bible, um. A, a little Bible and I gave it to Amy because Amy she's starting to mm. to learn how to read already Amy's like so good so love Amy like I try to do my part as in like, like showing them <laughs> mm-hmm. showing them the love of Christ you know and yeah. to bring them up it's it's hard you know as a mom it's I think like for me I'm not perfect but it is hard for me because I feel like in some ways, like when I was even younger, like I didn't, I didn't feel that whole affection. So, so it's like my kids are very family. affectionate. Yeah, yeah, they are, and I think they get that from Martin because um, Martin does give them a lot of love and stuff. Like he shows them, like, come here, like, or he'll hug them, and I'm like. They're pretty old. Why are you carrying them? <laughs> I can still carry Isaac. Yeah. I'm, I'm at that stage where I'm trying to tell Joseph, you need to walk now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I just give him piggybacks now. Yeah. You know, like, so, so in that, like, to me, like, I'm not the whole affectionate person, like, to, to like, like, yeah, I'll, I'll, I will hug him. And you show like, him affection in different and, ways like, yeah. than just physical affection. Yeah. And, like. To bring them up in the in the ways of the Lord, like I try to read with them, pray with them, and stuff mm-hmm. like that, and just do whatever I can, you know, to yeah. bring them up those ways. Yeah, I feel like for me, um, uh, just adjusting like into motherhood, um, because I am a working mom. You know, Cindy's a working mom, and yeah. um, when I'm not working, I go to school. I'm starting nursing school soon, so. You know, me and Justin, we're all, like, really involved in our church. And, you know, we have family, church, work, um, just other things on the side. And it's like, how do I balance all of this? You know, and I know that I'm not, we're not the only moms that that think like this. It's like, how do I do it? You know, and I have to, well, we'll have to admit that, you know, when we first had Joseph, um, especially being in ministry, we would just kind of bring him along, bring him along. Let's go to church. Let's go to this event. You know, we're in charge of this. We're in charge of that. But I think as a mom, I I really have had to come to the um, the conclusion like, hey, I can't just expect my son to know Christ by us going to church. Like I have to be his primary teacher. Yeah. yeah. And as parents, we do have to to do this in our household. You know, not just expect church to teach them or yeah. you know, but just honestly learning that our our ministry, it starts at home. Yes, definitely. And that is our first ministry, and it should be a priority. And, you know, before, we would, like, rush around to different church events and um, different functions, and we'd leave our house a mess. Yeah. And, you know, as a mom and a wife, when I come home and, and my house is a mess or my room is a mess, it's so, like, I feel... I feel so disappointed, you know, and yeah. I think that's something I really had to like work on is like, hey, let me make sure my house is in order yeah. and my child yeah, exactly. is fed and mm-hmm. bathed and it's exhausting, yeah. but this needs to be our priority. So moms, yeah. if you're in ministry and dads too, if you're in ministry, if you're doing things for the Lord, 
don't let your household suffer just because you want to serve the house of God. Like, but don't let your own house suffer. Well, that's it, what the Bible you know, says. Yeah. <laughs> if exactly. anybody desires the position of a of a deacon or an elder, he must have first have his household in order. In order. Yeah. That their children are believers. Yeah. <laughs> that's one thing I point out to Joseph too. I I tell him too that like, I I forgot when it was, but I remember like, like we were just talking because. They're, they're, <clears throat> because I, I think that's one thing that's different, like, between us having one son at the time and you guys are ha- having four children that, like, I have a lot of time where it's just me and him. Yeah. And and during those times, I take advantage of just, like, being able to talk and, and have conversations with him. And, and I remember we had a conversation one time. I was like, Joseph, like, one day, like, you're going to be wrestling with these thoughts of, of God. Like, like, right now, we're raising you up. We're, we're teaching these things of, of the Bible, you know, reading Proverbs with you and and sharing like 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 this wealth of knowledge that, that we have in a way that you're able to understand. But as you get older, you're going to have to face these questions yeah. yourself. Mm-hmm. Our faith you has to become their faith. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Like like because mommy and daddy have salvation and we're saved, it doesn't mean that uh, that automatically becomes you. But no, like. You're gonna have to wrestle with these questions yeah. and come to grips with them, and you will one day have to make that decision for yourself too, in the same way of like, and 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 that's another thing too that that's a whole different topic as far as just like salvation, but 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 like with with him, I say like like this has to become yours one day. Yeah. Like right now, it's mommy and daddy's, and and we and this is our own, but like one day, like this is gonna become yours. Like, 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 don't ever believe that just because mom and daddy are saved that you're saved. And that's where we have to teach them. Like, this is how you have a relationship mm-hmm. yeah. with God. And even in the kids ministry, you know, like one time I had all the kids um, like sitting around and I just played a worship song. And I was like, let's all like, because we usually we have one person pray out loud, you yeah. know, one of the kids who wants to volunteer. But I'm like, you know what? Why don't we all like say our own silent prayers? Like, this is, this is what it is to like get in your prayer closet yeah. to, mm-hmm. to you know, have a relationship with God. And it was cool to see them, like, you know, their heads bowed and their eyes closed. And I don't know what they were saying in their minds, yeah. but, you know, they were talking to God. But it was yeah. a really nice sight to see. And um, yeah. I, you know, it's hard. You know, I, I hope to do that more in my own home, too. And it is a goal. It's hard. Yeah. And I'm not going to lie. Yeah, no, because they're going to come at the age where they're going to ask some real questions about yeah. God. Oh, like, yeah. real questions. Uh, even my two oldest, they they be asking those kind of questions sometimes, and we got to be ready as parents to answer those and questions. And what about these school systems? Like, no, no, exactly. You know? No, no. Check this out. Check this out. So, uh, I tell them straight out, this is what the world thinks. This is what the world believes. Even as far as evolution, mm-hmm. uh, I've been told my son like, hey, and when you get into high school, they're gonna be teaching you that man came from monkeys, and he's and he started tripping like, what? Like, he couldn't believe it. Like, what? What are you talking about? Like, yeah, look here. This is what going to teach you that nothing exploded and became everything over thousands and millions of years and billions of years. And that eventually uh, the monkeys, they turned into man. So you came from a monkey. And he said, he said, he like, he could have, like, he was shocked. Like, what? That doesn't even make any sense. How can that even happen? And he started joking around. Like, okay, daddy, go show me how to climb that tree. Yeah, since he came from a monkey. I'm like, what? 
Like he, he even now they can start to to realize and recognize mm-hmm. the foolishness of the world. So they got to yeah. be trained up, and that's our responsibility exactly. to show them and not sugarcoat things of mm-hmm. this of this world. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we want to guard our children so tightly mm-hmm. to to kind of make them keep them away from the world, mm-hmm. but they got to recognize that this world exists. Yeah. And that sin exists and that people think a certain way. They have their own philosophies that are not from God. And so this is what they believe and this is what we believe. The word of God, this is what the word of God says. And so this is what we believe and this is why we believe what we believe. So as you get older, you're going to have to recognize that this is what the world is and this is what we believe. And then I encourage them, stay in in. In the Lord, and I tell him from my experiences because something I didn't have from from my, from my dad, he lived in Mexico. He grew he grew up over there in Mexico. Two different worlds, the way that we were brought up. So I was brought up over here. I was brought up over there. I couldn't really like. You don't know what it's like to be a teenager in America. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's different. Oh my he'll be like he'll he'll be like wow. At your age, I was already working. This and that. That's Justin's dad. Yeah. yeah. And we're like well, I love well, him. I don't have to work right now. Damn, twelve years old. I can't. You know, <laughs> and things like that. You know, like you like, didn't have to do this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. When I was your age, yeah. I was taking care of my brothers and sisters. <laughs> yeah, like you didn't come to high school. You didn't feel the pressures of trying to be. A accepted by by these people you know what i mean mm-hmm. and so now i'm able to pass that on to, to my yeah. son and be like hey i went through middle school i went through elementary school i went through high school i went through all that and i'm a, and i and i can i'm able to pass on that wisdom but now biblical wisdom mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. not sugarcoat what really happens in this world because yeah. this world is tore up oh yeah they we were at the laundry just and the news was was playing and Four stories passed of children dying. Wow. Either they got shot, they got drowned, or something happened. There's this story where this dad was at a golf course, and, and someone hit the, 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 the golf ball and hit his four-year-old girl right in the head mm-hmm. so fast that it killed her. What? Wow. Even like that. Damn. And she was four years old. And, my, and I point those things out. Like, look, children your age, they die. You know? And so this is why we need to trust in God, because he has eternity in his hands. And that's the only way that we're going to inherit eternal life is through his son. And I, I take every opportunity to teach them that. Mm-hmm. This is why we believe. Because look at the world as how it is. And God is the only one that has the answer. Yeah, And, and so we instill that into them even at a, at a young age. I mentioned that to um, you, Martin and Cindy, that yeah. that's something that I really like benefited from or that we've really benefited from. That you guys told us, like, um, like let's say if they do something that's wrong or something like you can yeah. take that opportunity um to teach them As what a gospel the words, opportunity yeah, yeah what the word says about that like hey you know this is what the word of god says about this mm-hmm. and you bring up a scripture you know that that's how we teach our children and just for um you parents out there i just want to reference to deuteronomy 6 uh, verse 6 through 7 it says um and these words that i command you today shall be on your heart You shall teach them diligently to your children and shall talk of them when you sit in your house and when you walk by the way and when you lie down and when you rise. Mm -hmm. So meditate on that scripture as parents and really take that to heart that this is a command. Yeah. This is a command. Like this is what God wants us to do. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Amen. Amen. Well, how, how do you guys, well, as far as just like parenting, where do you guys stand as far as like discipline? I was just thinking that. <laughs> <laughs> so, I always say jokingly, 
<laughs> Maybe I probably won't say. As soon as this episode's released, yeah. you gotta knock on your door. That's not Jehovah's nah. Witness. No, discipline. Okay, <laughs> discipline is necessary. Mm-hmm. Uh, today's uh, culture is very different from the way that I grew up. Oh my gosh. Yes. Uh, even as far as spanking your child, hmm. uh, you gotta be careful with that nowadays. Although I do believe it's necessary. Uh, you know. It's not accepted anymore. So mm-hmm. I find different ways uh, as far as, okay, I, I started giving my children an allowance, you know. And so that's something they look forward to so they can learn how to manage money at a young age. But if they do something that is incorrect or wrong or they do something that they know they shouldn't do, that's a privilege. It's not a mm-hmm. right. And mm-hmm. that privilege can be taken away from you mm-hmm. for a short while. Or, or you know, you're, you can't watch TV or you can't do certain th- a, a privilege is taken away from them. And then I tell them, hey, when you get older and you become a teenager and adult and you, if you do these things in the real world, it's not, they're not just going to take away, you know, your allowance or this and that. Mm-hmm. You're going to take away your freedom. Yeah. You're going to jail. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I instill that this is the reality of this world. And if you behave like this... In the real world, there's going to be a time where I can't help you. Yeah, and you're going to be in jail, you know? Yeah. And I'm able to experience, yeah, I'm, I'm able to experience even having gone through the system myself and then show them, hey, this is how it's like in there. It's not cool. Mm-hmm. And, and, and so they're able to, okay, comprehend these things yeah, and show them, like, there's consequences for your sin. And I think we need to evangelize more to our children even they, when they do things that they're not supposed to do take that as a gospel opportunity to present the gospel the like gospel yes you're a sinner and you did this wrong and you have to face your consequences but check this out yeah. Jesus paid the ultimate consequence for your sin mm-hmm. so you're able to repent and turn away mm-hmm. and I remember one time my daughter I, I was telling her these things and, and she was just so like broken at what she did and she thought daddy can I repent? Aww. Amber. Amber. <laughs> she does have a heart. <laughs> She's a rebellious one. <laughs> but they, they'll recognize. Yeah. They'll recognize these yeah. things. And as they get older, it's going gonna, it's gonna to click. At the most random times, too. Like, oh, you were actually paying attention. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So who does a disciplina? Uh, we well, share think, in the disciplina. Honestly, um, we don't... I think we, we don't do much of the like the spanking anymore like with them I think with our kids it's it doesn't it doesn't work mm. yeah they're way like, past that yeah, yeah. man oh yeah my I think goodness. more it's like like what Martin said like the privileges yeah that's what hurts them like like, like when, so true like let's say like oh let's say like oh tomorrow we're gonna take you guys to the beach and you guys have to be good but if you guys don't behave, then we're not going to go. Yeah. And they're mm-hmm. looking forward to that, you know? And if they misbehave or something, it's like, you guys aren't going to go. Yeah. Like, you guys weren't behaving or something like that. Yeah, and even, and even if, if if one of us is absent, like, oh, say one of our children did something while she was at work or I was at work, we'll let each other know, be like, hey, this is what, you know, communication. communication. Yeah. This is what he did. This, this, this is, this is, this is, this is uh, the consequence that I'm giving them mm-hmm. so that we're not on different pages or that where they can run to her and, 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 and trying to justify themselves to her so they can get off the hook. You know, yeah. and then because yeah. if we're in conflict, mm-hmm. then they get off the hook. I feel like that's a yeah. big thing yeah. with parents being in conflict. Yeah. Like, well, I told them no. Well, I told them yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. Go ask your mom. Go ask. So your then, dad. where do we go from that? When when the when the husband and wife 
are giving two different answers to the children. Get on the we, we, uh, well, the parents didn't have a serious conversation. Like, this mm-hmm. is how we're going to do it. And we need to back each other up. Yeah. So that they can run to each other and, 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 and say, oh, well, I can get away with this one with my dad. Or I can get away with this with my mom. No, they need to know that we're on the same page and you can't get away with it with exactly. none of us. Exactly. Yeah? Yeah. It has to be a, a, like a serious talk between uh-huh. the parents and like have that conversation because I think that was something that we dealt with yeah. too because we, one would say one thing and then the other one would say another thing and then <laughs> it was a conflict. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. when we're and it becomes what? a... Why'd uh, you uh, let them? Yeah. 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 And yeah, it becomes yeah, it a, like it becomes a law like, like between both of us even the the our children see that that okay this is what is established we can't get away with it anymore mm-hmm. yeah and it's funny because like our, our son tries to do that like he'll and i see him too because I'll, I'll be like in the other part of the apartment and and i can hear him too like like he'll walk right past me or he'll run right past me and go straight <laughs> to julie to ask him mm-hmm. ask her for something or to do something whatever it may be and i can hear and then and then I'll just shout down the hallway, no. <laughs> and and then and then and then Joseph's like, I'm asking mommy. And 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 then and then Julie be like, well, it, his his word is over mine. Mm-hmm. His daddy yeah. said no. Yeah, and and like or like even when like when when he asks me and I'll say no or or like just depending on what it is, you know, if my answer is different than Julie's, Julie will, will always say like no, like what your your daddy's like his answer overrides mine. Yeah. yeah, and just like setting that mm-hmm. as like like how you said like establishing that, establishing that with our spouses first, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. ahead of time so that so that when we display that to the children they know that like hey like we're not able to get away with this yeah, yeah. and as far as like discipline, I feel like before um, like especially if you if we're talking about like spanking and stuff like that. Yeah. I don't think that it's healthy if you're doing it out of frustration oh, yeah. out of, of course whatsoever no. yeah. or any type of anger. Just walk away at that point. Yeah. Um, come back at a different time, you know. Breathe. Like yeah, yeah breathe in and out. Seriously. <laughs> uh, but also, too, I think, like, with Joseph, we're kind of, like, struggling, honestly, too, a little bit as far as, like, discipline because this, like, as far as, like, spanking and stuff... I feel like we have to use a different method now. He's getting yeah. older. Well, we haven't yeah. really He's, done that in a no, while. No, we haven't. Like, yeah. I feel like that's a last, last, last yeah, resort. Yeah, exactly. Now, yeah. now it's more like, hey, let me teach you. And it's yeah. hard, but we're trying to be patient. And we're still learning as parents. I always tell Joseph, just like you're learning to be better Joseph, I'm learning to be better mommy. And let's let's work with each other let's help each other yeah. you know let's be good for each other and ultimately to glorify god and yeah so i feel like the the spanking like that part i don't know i feel like it doesn't work for joseph anymore yeah, honestly yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's a very very last resort but the reward system the good behavior um, yeah. also too like positive affirmation mm-hmm. um just reaffirming them and like and just letting them know like hey like I'm here for you. Let's talk about it, you know, and just, just like, you know, in that way. I, I, I think one out. thing that helps with children, I guess, with high energy, because our son has a lot oh, of yeah. energy. Like, he's not bad. And like, he's not going No, around. like, most of us can't control his energy. No, no, yeah. yeah. Can't, I, I, what, what, what reference I always use is that he's like, 
a big dog with a lot of energy. Yes. Like he doesn't yeah, purposely yeah. try to like he's so like, like do anything. But like he's because so he's so excited and like yeah. full of energy that like he accidentally like knocks things over, does things that yeah. are just like, why yeah. would you do that? Like, yeah, like, why? <laughs> but, why? But I, I I think one of the things that um as far as like with him that we that we have been doing more recently is just like oh dang we're like, kind of what My you guys are went. doing, too. You know, like, rewards and consequences. Yeah. yeah That's healthy. That's no, good, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know? Yeah. But not only that, but I'm, I'm big on uh, presenting the gospel to them. Because we forget that our children need to be evangelized, you know? Yeah. yeah. We need to take those opportunities when, when they sin and call it, hey, mm-hmm. you're sinning against God. And praying with them afterwards, saying, Lord, forgive, you know, Amber uh, for, you know, doing this or doing that and just help her to you know improve that and really accept that example that to know that they can come to christ on their own Mm -hmm. you know they can ask for forgiveness and they can ask god for help and and just put that in them as for the future that that's some that's some someone that they can always look towards is god himself I, i would even say for the parents to it's okay that we don't always have to hover over our children. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think that's what stresses us as parents out even more is that like when... Like being a control freak? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not, that, not that so does much more like, damage. Than yeah, because I, I feel like that does yeah. more a lot of damage because yeah. then now we're like constantly staring at our children, watching yeah. every move they make, and, yeah. and, and the children feel like they're boxing. They can't be themselves. Although, although like, like sometimes they do get out of control, but then at the same time, like... Like there, there's, there's like room, like like give them a little wiggle kids. room. No, yeah, because you know, like, under, yeah, yeah. like and and I think that's important too. Like like with understanding, understanding their your children. Yeah, and 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 I think another important thing too, especially with today's generation, is as parents to try to be less on the phone because when we're less, oh on the yeah, phone, yeah. Come on, it's brother. it's less time that, <laughs> that your children are gonna be bored and getting into things that's that they shouldn't be getting into. Nice on the real. Dang, that's a really good. No. Nah. So man, this episode is going quite long. No, yeah. But uh, oh. so I'll, yeah. I'll finish up with this on, on the topic of children is that as our children get older, we're gonna have to let our children sin. We're gonna have to let them go into the world and experience things. Consequence. Consequence in order that they may experience the grace and mercy of God. So how else are they going to experience that kind of grace and mercy if, if they don't experience some sort of hardship? Because that's the only reason why we all come to Christ is that we, ex- we have experienced sin and we don't want it. And we realize that Christ is the only one that is able to pardon and forgive us of our sin. I mean, even though you said that you didn't have such a crazy mm-hmm. testimony, but you had to repent at some time. Yeah. You had to recognize oh, yeah. that you were she still sinning. She had sinner. sins that she had to repent yeah. from. Yeah, she still had sins you had to repent from. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's... We're, we all have to be in that point in order to receive salvation. So our children are going to have to come to that point of repentance where they recognize, hey, I'm a mm-hmm. sinner and I need to come to Christ. Exactly. A and coach so, can't play yeah. the game for them. Yeah, so as parents, we want to yeah. shield them from, from everything, but then you're going to shield them from the grace of God. Mm-hmm. You know, let them do what they got to do. Now, I'm not saying oh, let them go <laughs> no, 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 to a certain extent, <laughs> but... but Trusting God that He has His hand upon our children, and that He's gonna bring them to Himself in His correct timing and His correct 
and in his correct purpose to bring them to himself. Yes. And that's going to be their testimony, and they're going to inherit this podcast. You know yeah, what I mean? <laughs> amen, amen. <laughs> so any, any real quick before we wrap things up, any last words of encouragement? How about you um, women? From our wives, yeah. yes. Any last words of encouragement to to any wives and any mothers that may be listening to yeah. this? Um, keep on keeping on. Um, if you're not mean? already <laughs> plugged in to a women's group, mom's group, biblical, um, you know, counsel and advice, yeah. get plugged into a good group of um, godly women and get into the word. Remember in the morning, have your devotional time, your prayer time. You can't do it by yourself. I've learned that the hard way. Start with a, a prayer in the morning and just honestly, just give it to God right from the morning. Yeah. And um, yeah. I think um, I'm going to say, seek the Lord while you can. <laughs> yeah. And also, um, <clears throat> if like, if you're hearing this and, and submission is a hard part for for you, it's it's really not like what Julie said, like you're submitting like you're submitting unto the Lord, you know? Mm -hmm. And it's not hard once you think about that. I think submission is something really important to me, you know? Like that Praise the Lord. <laughs> <laughs> submission like to me is really important because like when I do something I think about like would I really do that to the Lord if I did that oh, to my husband? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, Dang. Like, I kind of think about it like that, and it makes me think, like, no, I shouldn't. I shouldn't respond this way or or talk to him like this or, or certain ways like that, you know, because that there's that, that, that relationship with the Lord, you know? There's that connection, and you, you know, like, how good God is, you know? Yeah. And, like... I just just keep on seeking the Lord. Be strong. Like, if you have kids, mm -hmm. just raise them up. <laughs> raise them up in, in the ways of the Lord, yeah. you know? Yeah. Continue. It's not in vain. It's yeah, not. it's not. Pray for it's them. Yeah. Keep on praying for them. Yeah, definitely. You you have here my husband. He, he was out in the world for it's so crazy. long. <laughs> His parents were praying, and, and he came to the Lord, you know? Yeah. In God's perfect timing. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Mm -hmm. So this is Reformed Rasa wrapping it up. Hey. Special episode 11 already. Feed me. Woo. And with Damn. our wives, we couldn't have gone any better. Uh, by the grace yeah, of God. By the grace of God. <laughs> if you have any questions, comments, concerns, or rebukes, um, just stay quiet. Don't talk to me. <laughs> hit us up at reformrasa at gmail.com if you would like to even hit up one of our wives hit, hit us up with any questions you know anything hit us up got. through the email not the on email. their accounts <laughs> Instagram Julie, uh, <laughs> you guys did not hear that no, <laughs> no if, if, if you guys thought that this was a, a cool episode and maybe you guys want to hear maybe more episodes like this that involve yeah. our wives hit us up on the email yeah. Um, maybe if you guys have even suggestions for a topic for yeah. the future that you would like to hear us talk about, again, email us. Email. Uh, don't forget to sub subscribe. Uh, give that a five stars on Apple Podcasts or else I'm at the question your salvation, bruh. <laughs> and of course, we encourage you 
with with the scriptures that we continue to use and also yeah. too as you guys continue to listen to the podcast yeah. that you would continue in growing that you would see growth from god and that yeah. as we grow that you will grow as well Amen. and share this with your wives yeah. <laughs> yes so we are out we're glorifying god through the edification of the saints so until next time a rato vato. Ciao! Lady Flaca out. Oh, man! I don't know that. I don't know her. <laughs> don't say her name. I thought she was in a chola, eh? Don't say her name. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. All right, we're out. Bye. This is for the